What we can do for others. Hi, my name is Matei and this is Surviving Art. artists and art lovers in Slovenia were celebrating our National Art Day last month, in memory of one of the biggest heroes of the Slovenian language, Franze Preširen. Translated, his name would actually be Francis Happy. Uh, just a little context for anyone listening to this who isn't Slovenian, well, probably most of you, he was a 19th century lawyer and poet whose poetry has been adapted to become our national anthem. So as far as Slovenian culture is concerned, he was a cool dude. But the point of today's blunder isn't the history lesson of some small Slavic country, but to take a moment of your time and to offer a bit of introspection. Art is only worth as much as the viewer can relate to it. Whatever we create only becomes relevant after the initial question, Hi, I made this, what do you think? Well, it's wonderful to enjoy our process and to like talking to other artists and art lovers about philosophy and the meaning of life. It's really these simple questions that may get overlooked sometimes. While it's wonderful to enjoy our process and to like talking to other artists and art lovers about philosophy and the meaning of life, it's really these simple questions that may get overlooked sometimes. I admit, there are many people in this world who genuinely like to look at art paintings and sculptures and just appreciate the ideas behind them. But there are those that don't. Be it because they struggle with the basic necessities of life, like food, shelter, love and connection, and the need to do so never really occurs, or because they have been exposed to the phenomena that is pretentious contemporary art. And while we artists can do little to help those who are struggling economically, we can do everything for those that have come to believe that art is this banal playpen for grown kids who don't want to get a real job and just play their whole lives without repercussions or responsibilities. We live in the age of bad conceptualism, in the age of everything goes and nothing is beyond banality for it to become art. We have even seen banality being propagated in TV shows like The School of Saatchi and there is an abundance of artists like Bill Henson whose 2008 exhibition showed nude photographs of children and Gregor Schneider's The Beauty in Death where the artist still searches for someone on the brink of death to agree to die on a floor of a gallery somewhere as part of his exhibition. I feel like it is our duty as creatives to help mend the divide that conceptualism has created between many parts of the art world and the broader public. There is a place for such artists who might or might not have good or morally legitimate reasons for making such projects. The question of validity of their claims to what they do is for each and every one of us to decide for ourselves. But I have a strong feeling that people are forgetting the aesthetic value that art can have. Even a conceptual piece can be beautiful. It can be magical and still present its complex system of ideas in an easily understandable way. Like Johannes Pohl's project Redder's Protector XX 5551 Precipitation. Stay with me here. 
I absolutely love his project. For someone who uses iPhones and MacBooks, I found it immediately accessible via the guidance that the artist gave to each participant of the show. It was a giant show where he exhibited iPads and iPhones and various Apple products that he damaged with mercury so that the aluminum would melt and you would get these cool sculptures that he made and it was all a critique against Apple and consumerism and capitalism. But my point is simple. Let's try to make art into something people can and want to enjoy. Let's stop creating inside jokes in the form of weird conceptual pieces and then pretend to ponder over the fact that no one except a few of our art bodies and some gallerists get it. Let's be genuine and focus on clarity and on communication. More people will get involved with what we do and not only could this boost our sales and help our exposure, it could once again bring fine art closer to the people. Art should be smart but it should also be emotional and we should create such relationships between the viewer and our art because let's face it, no one wants to be in a relationship with a brilliant artist who is unable to say I love you. Thanks for listening and see you next time on Surviving Art.